what's up? How's your soul? My name is Nina, and this is Brazen Radio, Episode 3. I'm hoping this week's conversation is going to bring you a deeper sense of self and grounding. Because today we're going to travel into the power of the mind and its ability to heal and hurt through thought alone. Because you and every other human being are shaping your brain and body by the thoughts you think, the emotions you feel, and the intentions you hold. That's a quote from Dawson Church before I get in trouble for plagiarizing, just saying. Today's episode is going to be sans politics, not because there isn't anything that matters right now, like heads up, seven up, please go look into Bill 67, it's already at the Social Policy Committee, maybe contact them and ask them to table it, but that's all I'm going to say as far as that's concerned. At some point, well definitely next episode, we'll probably have a few more to discuss, but I'm almost thinking about maybe segmenting them, but again, that's not, this is neither here nor there, I don't know why I'm telling you that, but I will find a way to make sure that we're as informed as we can be collectively. Today we're working on the foundation, the foundation of how you and I and all of us function. We're not going to worry about politics on this moment because I believe from within you can do a lot of magical things that probably would have a ripple effect into some of the political stuff that we're wading through right now. There's a lot of science to back up what we're about to talk about, so I just want to give you a couple of fun facts about your brain to get started to lead us into this episode. Number one, your brain automates everything. This is why comfort is so damn comfortable or why sometimes we will deny how we really feel about something because our brain just prefers the lane of least resistance. You got to train your brain for the tool that it is versus the you that you think you are via your brain. I know that was kind of a mouthful. The brain is very much like a computer. So repetition and your consistent exposure will train you. Let me give you a couple examples. Nike just did you finish that? You probably did in your head. Guaranteed you did because you just know it so well. What if I say something like, can you hear me now? Do you have flashbacks? You just, it's just there, right? The information is just ready for you. I want you to notice how I chose some very old ads because that's how powerful consistent repetition is on the brain. We're not gonna spend a lot of time discussing why these companies or how these companies manipulate and abuse it to take advantage of you. Instead, we're gonna focus more on how you can take back the driver's seat of your bus. You can retrain your brain to do this, by the way. I'm just saying. Number two, your brain cannot tell the difference between real life and thought. Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? But it's real, and there's science to prove it. So that's why when you hear sayings like, if you're in your head, you're dead, or why forgiveness is for you more than the other person, or why it's important to explore your traumas and understand them, break them down, detach from the emotional roller coaster, it's important. This isn't just... Random information people are saying this is real and it's tangible and it's something that you can add to your life practice. You have all the power in the world to retrain your brain to do as you want it to do. And if you're interested in learning more about this, because trust me, like I said, it's a big deal and the evidence and studies just continue to grow daily. And while this subject is old AF, it is being highly researched now with a lot of really cool technologies that explore how it shows up on the brain, in the body... And it's just, the evidence is insanely impressive. So I encourage you, please, go look into this. This is, again, I will give you some links. I'm not a douche. You know what? A few books off the top of my head that are phenomenal to kind of help you start entering into this is like Incognito, The Biology of Belief, You Are the Placebo, Rewire Your Brains, and there are very many more. So we will explore this and touch on a few, but I will link as many as I can think of in the show notes, but I just encourage you to look into this yourself and find what speaks to you because what literature works for me might not work for you. Number three, your brain is a muscle and it is trainable until the day you die. That sounded a little cold and harsh, but facts, man, no fucking excuses. Look into neurogenesis, neuroplasticity, and epigenetics. 
And I don't know, people like Jim Quick, which is spelled K-W-I-K. He has a podcast. He's released books. This man simplifies everything, but he helps you train your brain and keep it moving. The more you're firing and wiring, the more you're making the change. And trust me, I know this might seem overwhelming, but it's so worth it to learn a little bit about the biology of your body and how your brain works and how you get to be the boss of that brain. Number four, your thoughts and observations on and in the world around you will impact how the world around you behaves. I mean, at the end of the day, we really are just energy in the formation of matter, right? So as energy, aka current or frequency, it's only logical that our perception and acknowledgements impact outcome. Go look into the double slit experiment. This proves that to be true. Whew, that turned out to be more info than I originally intended. Are you still with me? Good. Bottom line, mi amigos, is your brain is controllable by you and others. So it's high time you, I, all of us get on to owning that shit before someone else does. Yes? Yes. So I want to share some things that have truly brought everything we just talked about to change and evolve my life personally. I think the first thing that we're going to tackle is authority. What is it? It's whatever and whoever we make it, whether that's conscious choice or subconscious training, it doesn't really matter. There's so much authority that presents itself in our lives, it's insane. Most of us will associate authority with people and certain roles or positions, rules, regulations. There's also authorities that we give away every day to our brain. For example, you're driving to work and you don't know how you got there. You don't remember all the turns you took because you handed it over to autopilot. Or, you know, better example, maybe more relatable, Waiting an hour to use the ladies' washroom versus just walking into the men's because you know it's available, you know? We're all conditioned to obey. It could be your boss, your best friend, your pet gecko. It doesn't matter. It's whatever's controlling you, controlling what you do, when you do it, or how you do it. And you probably think that you are the person who makes a lot of these decisions. But I'm guessing if you step back, you'd realize about 90% of your day is autopiloted, even down to how often and how much you scroll on your social feeds. And this is all built around the conditioning of repetition, reinforcement, and fear. And now I'm not suggesting that you aren't you, because as Dr. Seuss would say, there is no one alive who is youer than you. But I encourage you to start recognizing it, especially the little shit. Determine when and where you submit. This is why lockdown works so easily. Most submitted because authority. And it doesn't really matter who or what it is, man. You always need to question it. Like, think of it this way. Think of the wrongfully convicted. Judges make mistakes. All humans are infallible and they make mistakes. Accidentally or on purpose is not really relevant for the reality of what is. Think of how MSM gets caught daily, exploiting death, war, fear, stress, and yet people still plug in versus working just a little bit harder to find their firsthand accounts or a real reliable friend of a friend. All sources are suspect, but we have been trained and conditioned to trust certain ones and give them authority to tell us what's what. It is time for us all to step back and assess who has authority, what has authority, when it has authority, and how it's given to them, or it, whatever it might be. I mean, ultimately, finding truth isn't that hard, but, you know, maybe we'll do an episode on discernment, because for most of us, this is, this is like a lifetime worth of accumulated information. But I will say, once you do begin to click some of this info and you start to see the patterns and the overlap, it all just kind of comes together and you start to realize, hmm, I need to start using wider lenses on everything. This includes myself, my knee-jerk reactions, automatic assumptions, or conditioned responses. Like I, the stardust, the soul, I am not my training, and neither are you. So, you know, 
You know what? Actually, I'm going to link a couple of episodes of uh, the Alchemical Mind podcast. Martin Ferretti did an amazing job helping me explore authority. So I'm going to link it anyway. It'll be in the show notes, the two podcasts that he talks on authority in, because I think they are very critical and they point out so many small, subtle ways that we give up our authority. And I think it's very important we all take accountability for that first and foremost. Okay, so that covers one of the main things that really helped me regain some control over the way my brain works. But we're going to move forward because I want to try and keep this as simple but useful as possible. There are many elements to this next part, like epigenetics, which is the study of the cells and gene expression, uh, the frequency of your self-expression. And I'm going to bring it back to just last week's episode when I talked about the rice experiment, which I really hope you took the time to check out. But if not, I'm going to now flag you for another one that's very awesome and, again, just supports the whole concept of frequency and energy. It's called somatics, cymatics. It's C-Y-M-A-T-C-I-C-S. It's basically sand or salt on a thin, flat surface, which is able to receive the vibration and frequency from sound. It creates geometric patterns, and I mean these are stunning beautiful patterns, but it can also create chaos and more jittery designs depending on the frequency and energy of the sound. It is very, very cool, and yes, of course I will be linking it. It's such a powerful method to understand on a deeper level how you function in yourself and the world around you. Internal, external frequency, they are so much more freaking significant than we realize. And there's a lot of low-key influence that tends to stay under the radar, but, but, not anymore. Not for you, not for I, or for anyone who's hearing this, because once you know about it, it stops having the ability to gain and regain authority over and over on you. So now knowing that, it's time to sit and process that you, yes you, I, we, we all have to become aware of how and what we think about ourselves. Legit guys, we have the power to heal or kill ourselves by thought alone, and if you don't believe me, you can take Sam Lond, a man who died of a broken heart in the belief that he was dying. Or, let's flip it, let's look more positively, Joe Dispenza, a man who healed his broken back by mentally rebuilding his spine day after day for several weeks to just get up, walk away, and continue living like an upright human after being told by multiple specialists that he should have rods put in his back. But I won't steal his story. He has a book. You should definitely read it. He has several books. But this is what his entire life is dedicated to now, exploring what they call spontaneous remission or, in this case, the effect of placebo, the mind over the matter the mind over the illness, the mind over the problem. And in case this sounds pretty freaking woo-woo, I'm just going to say it now. There are thousands of case studies. There are thousands of body and brain scans. This stuff not only works, but it's documented, it's proven, and there are flawless strategies and methodologies to execute. So how does it work? It comes down to the emotional conviction to thought. It means shutting down and removing thoughts that lower, lessen, and limit your beliefs. The term using your mind to fix yourself is commonly referred to now as the placebo effect. And while most of us associate it with drug trials, you know, where half of them get the drug and the other half don't, but neither group know which one they're in, you know, it's documented that in many cases, placebo works as well as the drug, if not even a little bit better, because your body made it happen and you didn't have to put anything extra in there to do it. I mean, you don't have to take my word for it, because there's science. So much mother truckin' science. (laughs) If any of this is wagging your tail, my friends, I just got to encourage you to start bringing your awareness around this and you will be pleasantly or disappointedly surprised to know just how much you let it happen, whether by you or by others. It's an eye-opening shift in your daily life experience. This, in a sense, proves that you do create your reality. 
to me, and maybe to you now knowing some of this, I'm not sure, but you do have the power to overcome and your mind is the most important muscle you have and you should be training it. It could make you or break you, save you or kill you, and the choice is now and has always been yours and what that really means and the responsibility it puts upon us for our own behavior, our own feelings, and our own way of living. And to be frank, this science isn't even new. This information has been around cultures worldwide for most of history. I want you to think about how old meditation is, yoga, journaling, like biblical times, man. This is ancient science and one we often get distracted from thanks to materialism, streaming, social, societal norms, etc. And before I go on, I just need to note that I am barely skimming the surface on this subject. There's so much research and so many case studies from all over the world. So if this tickles any part of who you are, go digging. Find the answers. Become your ultimate authority. You will not be disappointed and you will learn so many more concepts and techniques that there's just no way I could fit in today if I tried. Okay, so before I wrap up this show today, I want to make sure I give you a couple of tips and tricks on how to rewire in real time. And what I mean by that is to be your own placebo. One, breathe. And no, not like, duh, I breathe anyways. No, no, no. Zone in. Don't automate the breath. You're going to have to time it because this will keep you present and it'll keep you actively involved in what you're doing. So you're going to try the 448. That's four in, four whole, eight out. So you're just going to count in your head as you breathe in for four. You're going to count in your head as you hold for four. And you're going to count in your head as you breathe out for eight. And you're just going to continue that cycle for about 10 breaths. It is highly underappreciated, the power of breath work. And it is a huge activator for your parasympathetic nervous system, aka the system that calms you the down. Number two, find three things you're grateful for. You can use this with the breath work, but you don't have to. This can stand on its own. Each of these tips can stand on their own as methods. But if you team them all up, I promise you it'll be like taking a power nap, but in the brain. I know it's a little strange to say, but that's pretty much what it would equal out to. When you spend this time, the three things you're grateful for, I don't want you to rush it. I really want you to spend time exploring why you're grateful for each one. And if it's possible, I want you to pull up a memory that lights you up in relation to that gratitude. If you feel like you might struggle to do this on your own, you can always turn on a quick YouTube video by Tony Robbins where he actually teaches, walks you through like a guided meditation of stacking for gratitude. It's a beautiful experience, but it's also one that you can do without any assistance and it doesn't take very long. This is going to help your happy hormones and your chill hormones get back behind the wheel of the bus. And those are the things you want driving the bus, believe me. Number three, curate a happiness playlist so that when you feel yourself spiraling or moving into thought patterns you know aren't going to serve you, you can just snap out of it at the beginning of a song or throughout a song. And even if you can, make it something that you can sing to. Something that will change the frequency in your body by belting out the words. And really, really, if you can get up and dance because in order to truly change the chemicals and chemistries within you, you need to change your physiology, which is your body and the structure it's in. So if you're sitting down and you're sluggish, then you're going to be sitting down and sluggish. But if you put on that playlist, you get your ass up and you take a couple of steps left and right, my friend, you're going to start to feel a lot better. I promise if you try all three or just one and commit, don't half-ass it, you will blow your own mind and good because we need to rebuild them. So let's start blowing them up, baby. And while we are not our training or our programming, we are of the bodies and these minds which we carry around. So we might as well make sure that we own the merch. You dig? Okay, amigos, that's it for me today. I hope this was useful. I hope you learned something new. And most of all, I hope it brought you a sense of peace to know how powerful your, you and your mind really are. 
that in a sense there is magic still in the world and each of us have the power to wield it for good or for bad to others and ourselves. Like if I tell you not to think about your, the color of your car, what's the first thing your brain does? Exactly. So, my friends, who's driving the bus? You are. You should always be the person driving the bus. No more autopilot. Take that shit, slap it out of your life. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm out of here. So much love to you all. And remember, be compassionate, but strong in your pursuit of truth. Mm-hmm.